You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from beautiful Orlando, Florida. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out to listen to today's episode of the podcast. This is episode 113. That's right, lucky number 113. And uh, we're going to be diving into a very, very important question. Uh, The question is, should I date a non-Christian? And the assumption is that this question is coming from someone who's a believer. So, you know, if you are a Christian, should you be in a romantic relationship with someone that doesn't share uh, your Christian beliefs and your Christian values? Very, very important question uh, for a lot of reasons because I think it comes up often. Also because I think it it opens the door up to other conversations and other topics that we can dive into. So really excited to dive into that. Uh, Before we answer the question, quick reminder to everyone, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. It's the only way to guarantee you never miss an episode because whenever you are subscribed, Every episode gets delivered directly to your device. So head on over to whatever podcast catching app you're familiar with, uh, whether that's the iTunes app on your desktop or the podcast app on your Apple device or whether that's some other um, app on an Android or something like Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio uh, or Google Play. You can head over, hit the subscribe button. You'll never miss an episode. The other thing I want to ask of everyone, if you've been a regular listener or if you've listened to a few episodes and you feel like this has been a blessing to you or value uh, to you in any way whatsoever, can you do me a huge, huge favor? Can you have it, head over to whatever app you, you're familiar with and leave a review, in particular if you're an Apple user? User. If you get over to the iTunes store or, or find us on the podcast app on your Apple device, leave a five-star rating. Tell the world you love a podcast. Those are, uh, those are a big, big help to us because they push us up the search rankings. So please leave us a great review. Thank you in advance. All right, let's answer the question, should I date a non-Christian? This is a very important question. It's come up um, many, many times throughout the course of me being in ministry through my 20s and youth ministry. Uh, this was asked of me. I mean, I'm not exaggerating, literally probably over a hundred times over the course of a few years. I mean, this is maybe even more than that. Maybe it's in the hundreds. Um, I don't want to exaggerate, but it really is a question that's come up quite frequently for me. And I think to answer this question, we need to really dive into the purpose of marriage. Like, We don't understand dating unless we understand marriage. God created the institution of marriage not for happiness, but for holiness. People often think, well, I'm going to get married because this person makes me happy. No, no, no. That is not the ultimate purpose of marriage. The ultimate purpose of marriage is holiness. God brings two people together, one man, one woman, in the bounds of of, of marriage, and then God uh, sets forth this institution because these two people are going to sharpen one another. They're going to challenge one another. They're going to inspire one another. They're going to encourage one another. The, the, The primary purpose of marriage is for these two people to help one another be stronger Christians, to, to help one another love God more and to live like Jesus better. Like That's the ultimate purpose, to help expose in one another sins that need to be addressed or patterns that need to be corrected. Like The purpose is for sanctification, to help you be more holy. Well, if you're dating, you should be dating to find a mate. So 
before you date someone, you have to answer the question, will this person help me be more holy? Will this person help me love God more? Will this help me, will this person help me honor Christ more? Will this person push me to being more holy in my daily life? Now, it's okay if this person makes you happy. It's okay if this person brings companionship. Those things are great. In marriage, you know, uh, in relationships, you have things like companionship and happiness and, and, and lots of fun times and you have kids and you have someone to share your life with. That, that's great and awesome and that's very good and God wants you to have those things but that's not the primary purpose for the institution of marriage. The institution of marriage, a primary purpose is for two people to come together to help one another glorify God greater than if they were single. Holiness and the glorification of God the glory of God is the greater reason for marriage. And when you're dating, you should be looking for someone that helps you fulfill that calling in marriage. When you're dating, you should be asking the question, if I'm married to this person, will they help me be a better Christian? Will this person help me be more holy? And will this person be receptive to allowing me to help them become more holy? Will this person be open to allowing me to inspire and encourage and challenge them to be more like Jesus? Right? It's a two-way street. When you're dating, you should be looking for the person that you could potentially marry. Let me make that clear. You should not be dating just willy-nilly, randomly, okay? A lot of people just date just for fun. And, and listen, if you're listening to this and, and you're not a Christian or you're not a Christ follower or, or you don't think the Bible is the ultimate authority, then I don't expect you to embrace the advice that I'm giving. But if you're someone that claims to be a follower of Jesus and you're someone that says, I want to view the world uh, the way that God wants me to view the world, then you got to take the Bible as your as your lens, as your worldview, and really ground your thoughts and understanding in the Scripture. And the Scriptures point to us, point us to understanding the institution of marriage as something to be very sacred for the purpose of holiness and ultimately for the glory of God. And therefore, when I'm dating, that should that should really impact the way I choose to date. You should not be dating willy-nilly, going around, just dating for fun. Some people do that out there. A lot of people who just date just for fun. And I'm telling you that if you date just for fun, if you're not dating to actually look for a mate that you could potentially marry, that, that almost always ends in heartbreak. Dating just for fun leads in heartbreak and in most cases, it ends up leading into some sort of sexual temptation or in most cases, a lot of cases, sexual sin. So I would highly encourage you, don't date just to date. Don't date just for fun, but actually date to look for the mate. Look for the person that you can marry that will help you be more holy and will be receptive to allowing you to help them become more holy. That's the ultimate purpose of marriage, and therefore that should really influence how we choose to date. So the question is, should I date a non-Christian? Well, I think the question becomes obvious. Like When you really have a biblical view on the world and a biblical view of marriage, the answer becomes quite obvious. If someone is not a Christian, if someone doesn't have the same biblical values as you do, are they likely to help you become more holy? Furthermore, you shouldn't just be looking for someone who's a Christian. Like You shouldn't just be saying, well, this person claims to be a Christian, or they, they seem like a good person, or they go to church, and then I guess they're a Christian. That's good enough. No, you need to be asking yourself the question, will this person help me be more holy? Have, do they have a track record? Do they live their, have they lived their life in such a way that it is obvious to me that when I enter a relationship with this person, they're going to challenge me and inspire me and encourage me 
to be a better Christian, to love Jesus more, and to serve people better? Like, is this person really going to do that in me? And is this person had this has this person really had a track record that proves that they're going to be open to allowing me to do that for them? Like, that's the ultimate purpose. Yes, physical attraction comes into a huge part of it. Yes, having fun with the person. Yes, having some elements of chemistry and compatibility. Like, yes, having some shared uh, hobbies or interests. Like, yes, those things definitely come into play. However, those things are not the most significant thing. The most significant question you must be asking yourself. Is this person going to help me be more holy? Am I going to look more like Jesus because I'm with this person? If the answer is yes, then I would say go full steam ahead in dating this person and examining whether or not you guys can build a great relationship. Of course, you want to get the advice and the wisdom of your pastors and your parents or people that are older than you that know you well and allow them to speak into that. Uh, but definitely you can pursue that. But if the answer though is no, if the if you ask yourself, um, is this person going to help me be more holy? If the answer is no or I'm not so sure, then you need to put the, the brakes on that relationship. You need to, at, at minimum, slow it down substantially and really reconsider whether or not that person makes sense for you. If you head into a relationship with a person that doesn't share the same beliefs as you or the same values as you, you are then walking into a relationship that will potentially be very, very difficult for you in the long term. If you are a follower of Jesus, if you claim to be a Christian, I would highly, highly encourage you and implore you, only jump into dating relationships with people that share the same values as you do, that have the same Christian beliefs as you do, that, that wants to honor God and is willing to ask the same tough question, will you make me more holy? The, the ideal scenario is for both people entering marriage asking that right question. And if you do that then I promise you that will be a marriage where great Christ-honoring sanctification will take place in both of you, and ultimately you will honor God really, really well. That's my encouragement and advice to, to everyone out there. Hey, if you have any questions about this episode or maybe any other episodes that I've, I've published so far, feel free to shoot me an email. Or maybe you have a question or a topic you'd like me to address on the podcast, you can also feel free to shoot me an email. The best email address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Also, you can connect with me on Twitter. It's my favorite place to connect with people. Please feel free to, to connect with me there. My Twitter handle is at Kenneth Ortiz. It's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us. Theology for the Rest of Us.